Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Hope you're having a fantastic week. Greetings from a heavily locked down London. We are in pure COVID crisis land at the moment, and we are completely locked down. The only uh, the only saving grace is that cafes are still doing takeaway food and coffee, which is good because it means I've been I've been doing a lot of walking recently, and I'm just to stay sane. And it's nice to be able to grab something to eat or grab a coffee to take with me. So that's pretty much the only silver lining. Other than that, it's pretty much pure COVID misery land um, over here. But let's uh, let's try and brighten things up a little bit with the podcast. And there was something that brightened up my day a lot. It was, in fact, it was about. I think it actually might have been New Year's Eve. And I received a message from a student of mine who um, who was asking a question about um, about making travel happen, making life happen. And I found this so inspiring that I, initially because I'd had a couple of glasses of wine, and um, I was I loved this question so much because it really inspired me. So I said I said to him, right, man, let's I'm going to organize this big YouTube event where I'm going to get a bunch of people who are into traveling and stuff to come and answer this question for you. And then I completely failed to make it happen. I think it was a combination of like uh, the wine and also just getting a little bit too excited about stuff. Um, so anyway, what I said in- instead was, I'm going to record a podcast episode about it. And this really inspired me because, well, you'll hear the question in a bit, but it really inspired me because in this time, with all these things going on in the world, it, it's it's not great. But I think it's really fantastic that people are still dreaming. They're starting to get, they're starting to think about what they're going to do with their lives, what they want to do with their lives when things get back to normal, because get back to normal, they will. I will personally guarantee it. And hopefully not before too long. And so I think it's super important that we are dreaming, that we're thinking about things we want to do with, with our lives. And I have a long history of making stuff happen in my life and just picking up and disappearing off into the craziest places. So back when I was 19 years old, one of the first big travel experiences I had was I was, um, I was living in London. I'd, I'd done my first year at university uh, and I was learning French and I was kind of uh, really inspired to learn a bit of French. And my girlfriend at the time had also broken up with me and it was causing me all kinds of misery. So I actually decided to, to leave university after a year and go and live in Paris just randomly like that. And then um, years later, I did the same thing. I moved to Brazil and then I moved to Argentina. And then later I moved to Japan. I just, these were things that I wanted to make happen in my life. And and I've just always had this philosophy that you've only got one life. So if there's stuff you want to do, let's make sure it happens. And so that's that's why I found this question so inspiring. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with some of our plans for the year. We had a fantastic team meeting here at uh, I Will Teach You a Language HQ, which is basically Zoom. Um, yesterday, we were outlining our plans. Bring, like bringing our plans together, getting everyone on the same page. We're going to be doing some really, some really cool stuff. I'm also uh, one of the things I'm doing personally is I'm going to start to do a lot more stuff on YouTube, and uh, and and better than I have done in the past as well. So uh, if you if you enjoy this podcast, then you should head over to YouTube and search for Ollie Richards on YouTube and subscribe to the channel because uh, I'm going to be putting out some really interesting stuff, and I'm really enjoying being creative on YouTube at the moment. Most of it you're not going to see because most of it hasn't come out yet, but uh, there's going to be some fun stuff coming. And so go and subscribe to that channel if you want to see 
some of the stuff I've got up my sleeve. A couple of new books are also out. I'm not sure if I have told you about these already, so I'll tell you about them now. Uh, the first one is Climate Change in Simple Spanish. And what, I'm, what I've decided to start doing is produce more non-fiction books. I want you guys to be reading as much as possible. Um, but I understand that fiction is not everybody's cup of tea. So this is a new uh, series of books called Topics That Matter. And we're going to be, we've just released our first one on, on climate change. Um, there's another one coming all about the history of the Second World War. So interesting stuff um, in in simple language so that you can just start reading and start improving your, your level uh, by reading content that interests you. The Simple Spanish book is obviously in Spanish. It's uh, all about climate change. But it, I wanted to say, to say that it's very, I've, I've taken great pains for this to be two things. Firstly, meticulously researched, and we've actually had it uh, reviewed at PhD level for accuracy. Um, and also very apolitical. I'm not, I think climate change is a, is a big deal, but I'm also not into um, alarmism. So I wanted this to be very apolitical. And as, as I was researching it, actually, a lot of, um, a lot of people, had commented on Amazon on other books about climate change, and they and they didn't like the fact that they were kind of scaring their kids. <laughs> they said, "So this is a very neutral book. I'm um, just kind of presenting the the things that you need to know about climate change, and it's in a very fun conversational format as well. It's three people in a cafe sitting talking about climate change. So you might like that book if you're learning Spanish. The second book is a new. It's a continuation of our series of 101 conversations." This time it is, in, it is in simple Russian. So if you're learning Russian, that is one for you. Uh, these books will be added to, you can find them on Amazon if you can be bothered to search for them. Otherwise, they'll be added to the books page on my website, which you can find at iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash books. So if you're learning Spanish or Russian, then uh, head along to, to that, that page, iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash books, and you can pick up a copy. And if you do pick up a copy and you like it, I'd love it if you left a review because those really, really help as well. All right, then. So today's question comes from Wes. And Wes, I'm, I'm so proud of Wes because Wes was a student. Of my, well, I've known Wes for a long time, actually. But he most recently um, was learning from my online teaching accelerator course, which is the, the, the program where I show you how to earn an income using your English, which if you're understanding me right now, is something that anyone that you're, that you're able to do and that many people are, are doing more and more. And it's been a lifesaver for many people during lockdown. And Wes has been like, the thing I like about Wes, he's really proactive and he makes things happen. And so he, he took the online teaching accelerator course and he's now um, really, really busy uh, teaching online. And in particular, he's, uh, this is so cool because he, he set out doing this, thinking to himself, right, I want to help people with presentations and um i think it was was it interview prep or something I, i'm not quite sure the extent of it but he set out and he wanted to teach people these things about about presentations because that was something that he knew he could help people with and he's gone ahead and carved himself out a niche doing exactly that and now he's super busy earning money online teaching people to do that and it's so cool to see people being so pro proactive like that so Wes, if you're listening congratulations man i'm really really proud of you and and so Wes asked me a, a follow-up question about big plans for 2021. So I'm going to read this out to you, and then I'll go ahead and answer it. And if you can hear a bit of sniffing, I'm really sorry. I'm coming down with a bit of a cold, but I'll do my best to get through this uh, before I, I have to stop talking. All right, then. So um, says Wes, 
I planned to go to Suzhou in China this past year, which for those of you who don't know is right next to Shanghai in the east of China. Um, and the plan now is to head head there sometime in late summer or winter 2021. But we'll th- see how things progress. Online, I teach college college students and businessmen and women the following things: job interview preparation and presentations mixed with conversations. Um, mostly for people who work in a team or are in charge of one. My question is, here's the question. Let's say that you were looking for a job in Suzhou within your niche. And by that, he means teaching the things that he's currently teaching, uh, interview prep and um, presentations. But there's no company explicitly looking for what you offer. But you still really want to go to Suzhou. Whether you went with a tourist visa initially and then we're able to get a work visa or however you might do it, how would you go about finding work or what would your strategy be before traveling to ensure that you'll be able to stay in the country and also do the teaching and the work that you actually want to do? So to summarize, Wes is really enjoying his online teaching. He wants to go to China, but he also doesn't want to, I imagine, reading between the lines, he doesn't want to end up there in a sticky situation with no work and having to leave. So... This is exactly the kind of question that I've grappled with all the time uh, over the years. And this is why I like it so much. So as I'll tell you a story, when I first decided that I wanted to go to Japan, I was wondering how best to do it. And in Japan, you have a very similar situation where you've got a choice between either applying for teaching jobs in Japan from abroad and then waiting until you get the job and then going there with the job kind of ready to go. But you also hear about a lot of people who go to Japan on a... On a, I don't know, sometimes on a holiday, and then they kind of knock on the door of a language school there and say, hey, are you looking for any teachers? And then they get hired on the spot and they end up staying. They get a visa and they can stay. And I've heard lots of stories of people doing this through lots and lots of different means. So you really can do it any way that you want. But here's how I think about it. When I went to Japan, I did consider to kind of going there and finding a job but ultimately i decided to i decided not to go that route because i knew that as soon as i went there as soon as i got there i would start to be under pressure i would be restricted to my local area you know there's only so many doors you can knock on and you kind of you kind of got to, to stick to your local area and then as soon as you get there as well you you have other kinds of considerations so you've got to find a place to stay you're going to you, you won't have any friends you won't know anybody when you get there so you, you're, the longer that you stay there, the more your options are limited. So I think, whereas my gut says that if you were the type of person who really suits that kind of way of doing things, you'd know about it. And I've got friends who are like just totally gung-ho like that. They'll just say, right, sorry, I'm just getting on a plane tomorrow. I'll work things out. And you certainly, you absolutely can, but you've got to be the kind of person who's totally comfortable doing that. And so I would say if you don't have that inclination and you're not totally sure about it don't do it because once you get there and once the pressure starts to mount that you don't really want to be in that situation so i would say that it is better to actually apply for a position uh from home and then wait till you find that position and then travel there with the job sorted out it's going to be so much easier you're going to have such a smoother so much more of a smooth ride doing things that way so i would for almost everybody i would recommend that now the question is specifically though once you've made up your mind on that around your teaching niche and so what 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 was said here is that 
he really wants to continue doing this kind of teaching. I imagine he really likes it. So he's teaching job interview preparation and presentation skills as well. And the I think the reality is, it's going to be very difficult for you to find work with someone who will hire you to just do that stuff. It's pretty hard. And I, I, I liken this to to the idea of um, of work or, or, or starting a YouTube channel or something like that. You know, you can, let's imagine, like take the example of starting a YouTube channel that lots of people are doing these days. You kind of got two choices, right? Choice number one is you just make the videos that you want to make all day long and you just have fun. And then whatever happens, happens. The channel might grow, it might not. Or choice number two is, right, I'm going to really grow this YouTube channel. I'm going to make a really big YouTube channel. And if that's the case, you've basically got to do the stuff that works. You've got to make videos that people want to watch. You've got to play the game. And so this is kind of the dilemma that you're going to face in China, or or wherever you go for, for that matter. Most of the time, as a teacher looking for a job in a specific institution, you don't have a great deal of choice. The, the, a teacher who works in an institution is usually shoehorned into doing whatever the school needs you to do at that particular point in time. And uh, I'm speaking from long, painful experience here. And so it, it, it at the, certainly at the beginning of your career, it is not realistic to, to expect to want to do exactly the things that the teaching that you, that you want to do it just doesn't work like that. You kind of got to go get started, get some experience under your belt, doing whatever you can, whatever you can find. You obviously want to do the, take the, find, find the best stuff that you can, but you know, you've got to, you've got to play the game. And then from there over a period of years, you kind of build up, you get more experience, you get better jobs, and then eventually you end up doing the things that you really want to do. That's the, tr- the traditional route. But whereas in your case, you've got something else going on, which is that you are now able to earn a living online. Now, I don't know whether you're at the point whether now with, with your online teaching, whether it can support you full time or or not. But if I were you in your situation, I would be thinking that being able to teach online is such an amazing thing because you have just got the you just got freedom. You can be wherever you want. You can travel. You can arrange lessons on your own schedule. You don't have to leave the house. Like it, it is such a powerful way to to live your life that I would want to keep that in my back pocket. So I would be thinking about maybe going to China and getting work of some kind that allows you to have a working visa and allows you to be there but not working full-time. So maybe you get a part-time job. Maybe you're teaching two or three days a week or something like that. And then the rest of the time, you focus on doing your online work. That's also going to give you a much better work-life balance because when you teach full-time, you're busy, right? You're working long hours. You're on your feet all day long, um, five days a week, sometimes six days a week. And by being able to work part-time and then to also teach online and make the the rest of the income you need that way that is a that is a fantastic combination so that is how i would be tempted to approach it now it's a different question whether you're going to find someone who's going to give you a visa to remain in china while not working full-time that's a tricky thing so maybe you might want to look at an option like can i get a study visa can i go and um can i go and uh, get a visa from a from a chinese language school um to allow me to stay whilst also so I can learn Chinese and study Chinese while also uh, teaching in my free time so I can pay my way. 
um, sometime maybe you can get a, a kind of working holiday visa where you can study there, also do a little bit of work, but also teach online, which is going to give you the, the money that you need to, to continue living there. So that's the way I think about it. You've got, to a certain extent, you've got to play the game the way it's designed to be played in order to get your visa so that you can stay. And your first priority needs to be to get that visa. And once you've got that, then you've got options. There is, I know that working inside China online or so, or doing something that's not directly related to your visa can be a great area. And this is not an area of expertise for, for me. So I, I definitely encourage you to speak to people who are in China. It might be the case that depending on what visa you're on, you're not allowed to be in China and also work and earn money while being there. I don't know. So you need to, you need to look carefully into that. That's a very specific sort of situation, but um, yeah, hopefully that helps, man. I would just summarize and I'd be looking for a way to get there legally with the right visa, ideally in a way that allows me to not be working too much and then to continue my online work and to start to build up my my teaching that way. Because that way also, when you've got, if you're working online, that also means you can travel. You know, you can take day trips or weekend trips to places and then you, you can continue teaching online if you want. Because when you've got a job, that really ties you down into one location. I remember when I, when I lived in Tokyo, like traveling was really hard because I was working so much. So hopefully that helps. I love the ambition, man. I love the fact that you are wanting to make this happen. I really hope you do. And um, I, if you do make it to China, then uh, definitely let me know. Send me pictures. I'd love to, to to see that coming to fruition for you. And um, there we go. If you would like to ask me a question about languages or anything else that you think I'm qualified to answer for that matter, please do. You can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask to ask me uh, that and also if you enjoy the show i'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a rating and review on itunes or spotify wherever you're listening to this podcast that really helps other people find the podcast as well thank you so much for listening and i'll see you back in the next episode of the i will teach you a language podcast throughout doing the podcast one of the most one of the saddest things actually that i've heard from people who leave messages for me for the show is that they feel very isolated when they are learning their languages. They'll tell me things like, nobody understands why I care about languages. No one just gets this language passion that I have and I feel very alone. And I know exactly what that is like. I've been through that for years. And that's one of the reasons that I started my Facebook community. Um, and it's a fantastic group with over 10,000, many more by this point, actually, over 10,000 language learners, just like you, just like me, people who are learning one language, who are just starting their first journey in language learning to those who already speak far more languages than me. It's a fantastic, supportive community, which is very, very well moderated. And I'd love to invite you to join. It's completely free, and if you'd like to join, you can go to Facebook and search for Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. That's on Facebook, search for Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. You'll need to um, request to be approved, but our moderators will approve you, and you'll be in on the inside, and you'll get all the support that you need. There'll be a place to ask and answer questions. Uh, I really think that you will enjoy and benefit from it, and I'd love to see you there. Once again, on Facebook, that is Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. I hope to see you there.